The Lord be with you. By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? Now, authority isn't a word most people use every day, unless that is you happen to live in New York City, which I did for four and a half years. In New York, authorities run everything. The Metropolitan Transit Authority runs the subways and the buses. The New York City Housing Authority oversees low to moderate income housing. And the Port Authority controls all traffic between New York and New Jersey. And that means all the bridges, all the tunnels, all the airports, and all the sea traffic. And if you ask the Port Authority where their authority comes from, they might say it comes from the 2,000 police officers who will fine or arrest you if you don't do what they say. This kind of authority is called coercive authority. It's authority from the ability to force people into doing what you want them to do. But let's be honest. Those 2,000 police officers can't really coerce the 25 million people who each month use all the airports, tunnels, bridges, ferries that the Port Authority oversees. Those 25 million people obey the Port Authority because it has administrative authority. It has authority that comes from the fact that things run smoothly when people do as the Port Authority says to do. Now, who gave the Port Authority their coercive and administrative authority? Well, back in 1929, after constant traffic jams trying to ship out hundreds of thousands of GIs from New York Harbor in World War I, the states of New York and New Jersey decided they need to put aside their individual squabbles and create a third authority that could oversee the traffic between them. In Matthew 21, Jesus himself has just created some major traffic jams. One day earlier was Palm Sunday. Jesus processed into Jerusalem on a donkey while the crowd shouted, Hosanna. And when Jesus arrived in the city, he went to the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and drove out the merchants. There he sat himself down in the temple and began healing the sick and teaching. Now, when the chief priests and the elders show up, right, the people who are supposed to have authority in the temple, they want to know, by what authority are you doing these things, Jesus, and who gave you this authority? Because we've got a temple to run. So Jesus makes them a deal. He says, I'll tell you where my authority comes from if you tell me where John the Baptist's authority came from. Did it come from heaven or was it human? Now, this question reveals that the chief priests and the elders have no authority. You see, they can't say that John's authority was merely human. Otherwise, the crowds will turn against them, which means the chief priests and the elders have no coercive authority. And it also appears they have no administrative authority because the crowds seem perfectly happy with how Jesus is running the temple. But the chief priests and the elders also can't say that John's authority was from heaven because they rejected John. And therefore, if they say his authority came from heaven, they would have no moral authority. Right? Moral authority is that authority that comes from doing what is right and good. The chief priests, therefore, have no coercive authority, no administrative authority, and no moral authority. And look, the teenager that still resides within me gets gleeful any time that people with pretensions of authority are shown to have none. But the truth is that it is terrifying to discover that the people we trust to have authority don't. 
And that's what New Yorkers discovered on September 11, 2001. On that fateful morning, a plane flew into the first World Trade Center. And do you know where the Port Authority's headquarters were? World Trade Center 1. Not knowing the cause of the initial explosion, the government's first response was to close all the bridges and tunnels out of lower Manhattan. And then the World Trade Center towers began to collapse. Skyscrapers fell from the sky, pulverizing everything beneath them. Shock waves of dust and debris engulfed everything and everyone. Millions of people ran for their lives in terror. Hundreds of thousands ran south only to be reminded that Manhattan is an island, an island to which every bridge and tunnel had just been closed. Literally, there was no way out, and so people began jumping into the water, only to be run over by the boats passing by because they had no guidance from the Port Authority, which was in literal rubble. In a crisis, we want someone with authority, if only to have someone to blame. And that's how the people of Jerusalem felt when the Babylonians destroyed the city of Jerusalem and took them into exile. In Ezekiel chapter 18, we hear that the people of Jerusalem tried to pin the blame on their parents, saying, The parents have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. They were saying, our parents sinned, and now we're going to die for it. Our state is our parents' doing, and we don't have the power or the authority to change it. Only they did. To which God replies, I don't want to hear you say that ever again. God says, know that all lives are mine, the life of the parent and also the life of the child. And so it is only the person who sins that shall die. God is saying each person has authority for their own life. To the children who want to blame their parents for their suffering, God says, repent and turn away from all your transgressions. One of the greatest transgressions we commit is giving away our authority over our lives and pretending we have none. I'll say that again. One of the greatest transgressions we commit is giving away our authority over our lives and pretending we have none. God says to this generation that had given away its authority, Why will you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of anyone, says the Lord God. Turn then and live. Turn back to the God who gives you authority over your life so that you may live. On September 11th, 2001, that is exactly what the people of New York and New Jersey did. Boat captain after boat captain realized they were able to do what no one else could. They could get people off of Manhattan and to safety. Now, these boats didn't have permission to dock. They didn't have permits or legal authority to transport passengers, and no one was going to give it to them. But they had a higher authority, a moral authority, to do the will of God who takes no pleasure in the death of anyone. 
And so these boats turn toward Manhattan, turn towards explosions and attacks they didn't understand. They turn towards danger. But more than anything, they turn toward their moral authority. They turn toward the God who gives each of us authority so that we might live. It started as a handful of boats, mostly ferries and tugboats, and then yachts, party boats. At first it was a handful, and then dozens and even hundreds. There weren't enough docks for the boats to pull up to near the shore, and so people would line up on the seawalls on the battery of southern Manhattan, and they would jump off the walls onto the boats, or they would create human chains to ferry people aboard. It was chaos, but it was clearly needed. And eventually the Coast Guard realized that this was the only way to save everyone, and they also realized it desperately needed co coordination. And so they put out a radio call that every vessel capable of doing so should rendezvous at Governor's Island to coordinate for the evacuation. And when ships showed up, the Coast Guard would tell them, spray paint your destination on your hull so people might know where you're going. And then they said, you know, don't take as many people aboard as you're certified for. Take as many people aboard as will fit. The people of New York and New Jersey had claimed their moral authority. And then the Coast Guard, instead of saying, you know what, coordinating this traffic is the Port Authority's job, the Coast Guard stepped up, claimed the authority that God had given them over their own lives, and added administrative authority not to control the people of New York or New Jersey, but to facilitate what God had called them to do. Jesus tells the chief priests and the elders in the temple a parable. He says, A father has two sons, and he tells them both to go to work in his vineyard. And the, verse, the first son says, No, I will not. But later he changes his mind and does it. The second son says, Oh, I'll go, sir. But he doesn't. Which of the two sons did his father's will? The priest answered, well, the first son. And Jesus replied, that's right. And just so the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you, you priests may have your robes and your titles and your government mandates, but the tax collectors and the prostitutes have heard God's call and are doing it. They are, the one, they are the ones with God's moral authority, the moral authority of love, and so they are the ones who will lead us into the kingdom of God. This day is St. Francis Day. It's a day when we bless the animals in our congregation. But one of the great blessings that animals give to us is a lesson about authority. You see, animals... They don't care what title you have or what clothes you wear. They don't care how big your office is or what degrees you have. They care about how you treat them. And at the end of the day, animals will listen to you first and foremost because you have moral authority, the moral authority that comes from caring from them. It comes from feeding them and petting them and walking them. Animals listen to you because you have the authority of love. On September 11th, the captains, engineers, sailors 
of every barge, yacht, and tanker in New York Harbor became the Port Authority, not because of a government decree, but because God called, and they answered. They turned toward God. They turned towards the authority that God gave to each of them over their lives. They turned towards the authority that God gives to each of you over yours. And because they did so, 500,000 people were evacuated by boat in nine hours from lower Manhattan and lived. It is the largest naval evacuation in the history of the world, surpassing even the World War II evacuation from Dunkirk by nearly 200,000 people. My siblings in Christ, there are so many people who feel trapped, like their lives are collapsing around them and they have no place to run to. And it's tempting to say, well, surely that's someone else's job to take care of, someone else with more authority. Friends, that someone is you. You have the moral authority of God's love. It is given to you by the God who takes no pleasure in the death of anyone. And it may be that you don't have the authority to keep their lives from falling, and maybe you don't have the authority to build up those lives from scratch, but maybe you have the authority that those boat captains did to see a person in need that day and take them to a place of safety to bring them into the sanctuary of God's grace. So turn, turn from the lie that you lack authority. Turn toward the God who gives you authority over your life. Turn then and live. Amen.